0: Good afternoon, buenas tardes, and buona notte from wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm your host Liam Kyle McGowan, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Football Dads. What's going on, everybody? I'm back. I'm back. I know you missed me. I missed we're you too. Back. You guys never went anywhere. You guys were here last week. Great father, great father figures. The week before that, fantastic father there figures there. again. Oh uh Oh! Oh! Okay. Okay. So, uh <laughs> listeners, just go back five seconds. uh Time machine. Boop, 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 boop. I'm back, and Abdul's back. We're yes back, sir. everybody. We missed you guys. I miss being here. We've got a lot to talk about. Hope you're ready. Um, you know what? I'll start tonight. No. I know you guys miss me. Abdul no. will go next. Actually,
1: Ablino. no, no, Abdul.
0: Please, please go ahead, Abdul. Abdul, Abdul. I will humble myself. I apologize, Abdul. I apologize. Abdul, please. Go ahead. All right, good start, Abdul. Or or don't or don't. I'm going for it, gentlemen. I'm going for it. So listen, we had a great week in Syria. I say it all the time, but we really did. We had great games. We had upsets.
2: Here we go. Again. We had it
0: all. I'm going to start with Roma versus Spezia. First half was dominated by Roma. The goal was a fantastic. Double little header from the English pairing of Tammy Abraham and Chris Smalley. Tammy Abraham heads the ball towards the goal right into the middle. Chris, It was going goal bound, but the keeper would have saved it. And Chris Smalley just headers it right into the bottom right corner. Beautiful little English connection. I loved it. Um, shout out to the Uruguayan, Mateus Vina. Great game. Connecting the offense and the defense. He started the play for the second goal. Um, Mkhitaryan. Fantastic little ball ball into the box. It was great. Roma played a great game. Defensively, they looked a little shaky. Spezia had a couple moments because of Agudelo, but his teammates didn't have the quality to finish. He set up a couple chances, could have finessed it. Didn't work out. Roger Ibanez for Roma scored the second header of the game for the second goal. And to top it off for Roma, the young Afanya Gaian, with the strangest red card in the 93rd minute of the game, he's, I think, he's one-on-one. He touches the ball with his hand to beat the defender. I mean, clear handball, clearly intentional. He gets a second yellow card and he's sent off. Just And then the game ends. So, I mean, very, very strange from a young kid there. But uh, hopefully he'll learn his lesson on that, not, not ever do that again. Um, Fiorentina versus Salgertana Fiorentina dominated Shout out ex-Milan player Ventura With um, goal of the week Goal of the month contender I mean fantastic goal With the outside of his right foot Just to bend it into that Middle right of the goal Fantastic goal But also shout out Ribery I, I believe The second or first oldest player On the pitch that game Played 89 minutes I mean, he created as best as he could. He was Salernitana's best player, best midfielder for sure. Couldn't do it. Vlaovic great goals. He's got two from open play in that game, so he's shutting me up. I think that's his tally up to 14 this season. 15. Fantastic player. 15. Fantastic player. So, Fiorentina Tina dominated. Then we have Atalanta versus Verona. Now, although Verona lost this game 2-1, Simeone again finds the way to put the ball in the back of the net. I believe that's his 12th goal of the season. He just finds a way to get to tightest, tightest angle. Push the ball in the back of the net. And Verona, for the majority of this game, were the better team against Atalanta. Atalanta coming off the end of the Champions League run. So, I mean, they wanted to bounce back. They got the win, but in my opinion, they really didn't. Atalanta were saved by their individual quality, agile goal from the Russian uh, Miranchuk to equalize, and then a beautiful, well-struck half-volley for the second goal. But uh, it was just a lucky deflection. You know what I mean? And that's what got Atalanta their second goal. It wasn't a good response from a coaching and tactical perspective from Atalanta. So Gasparini's got a little work to do there, but they got the win. So 2-1. Here is my favorite game of the week, though. Empoli versus Napoli. Guys, Empoli's going crazy this season. Empoli have now beaten Napoli, Juventus, Fudiantina and Sassuolo, and are now sitting at a nice, comfy eighth position in the league. They're, they're a nice team this season. I mean, first half, Napoli were all over Empoli. They had chances, Di Lorenzo, Lozano, Mertens, Insigne, all of them couldn't convert. Second half... Napoli make a couple subs. Politano comes on, uh, excuse me. Napoli make a couple subs. Politano comes on. He makes some great plays. Still Napoli can't get the finish. And then Catrone scores the weirdest goal. He jumps for the ball, misses the header, and the Fulham low knee uh Aguziaza headers to clear it and it hits Patrick Catrone in the back of the head with such ferocity that it ricochets right into the Napoli goal. And that's 1-0. I mean, it was strange. Napoli were obviously incredibly angry, but uh, Catroni got the goal. It's his goal. That's 1-0 Empoli. And it stayed like that till the end. They held out. I mean, Napoli were pretty pretty gassed after that. Pitaglia came on, ex-Milan player. He hit the post, almost uh, equalized for Napoli. It just didn't work out. And uh, Empoli got a 1-0 win over Napoli. And I think that's Napoli's third loss this season to arguably a team they should have beat. I'm sure they'll figure it out. I think uh, Spalletti's doing really good this season, so we'll see, we'll see. Sassuolo continue their fantastic run. 2-1 Lazio. Lazio got the first goal. Pedro with a great cutting-in run from the right to set up Zaccagna's first goal in a Lazio. shirt. Sure, I really wish I had done that flashback uh, Pedro, guys, because uh, it's a good. that was a good card. And if I ever do want to make a Serie A team, that would have been a nice, spicy right winger, but what are you going to do? Um... Berardi and Raspadori, this game were better than Lazio's entire entire team. I mean, Skamaka was playing great. He's been playing great. Besides this game, he made two selfish decisions. He went for the shot when he could have went for the pass, and in my opinion, got a confirmed uh, assist. Went for the shot, made the keeper make some great saves. But uh, I feel like if I was his coach, I would have just told him keep your focus as well as your confidence. You know, have the confidence to take those shots, yes, but keep the focus to make the better play with the pass. But uh, Sassuolo outplayed Lazio. Berardi, uh, this is a little cool stat, guys. Acerbi on FIFA has 85 strength. Berardi has 63. If you go to the highlights for this game, Berardi muscled Acerbi so great, like bodied him for the second goal. Took it from outside the box. Beautiful goal. Pushed the Acerbi off like he was... Like he was a 19-year-old miang. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And uh, it was just a cook-up. So Sassuolo will continue their little streak. Uh, the gen, uh, the derby, Sampdoria, Genoa. Candreva this season is on steroids. I mean, what a fantastic pass. He gets an assist this game to Gabbiadini's opener. Gabbiadini, in previous um, derbies against Genoa, has, has scored two winners for Sampdoria. So he loves scoring in this derby. You know what I mean? Sirigu, he could have done better. Candreva had a good little run on the right, took a shot. Sirigu made a decent save, but he parried it right into the feet of Caputo, who's never going to miss from that range. 2-0. Gabbiadini, he had a great game. He was orchestrating the attack. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen him play that good. He loves playing in derbies. That's the only derby. I mean, that's the that's the game that will get him a move if he ever wants to leave uh, Sampdoria, because <laughs> otherwise, if he doesn't play against Genoa, he's just kind of like low. Um, Destro, fantastic ball in to Sampdoria's box. He jumped in between both of the Sampdoria defenders, got a beautiful little header to deny Sampdoria the clean sheet. They win. Sampdoria wins the the derby. Here's another big game. Juventus-Venezia. Now, I'm sure you've heard the name Juventus before. I doubt you've heard the name Venezia before. But you should know their name. Is honest to God, they have one of the best soccer jerseys in the world right now. Their black jersey is so, so beautiful. I, I actually might have to get one. They're beating all the odds this season. And uh, I wish we had John Brito here because I really wanted to destroy Kai George or Kai, however you say his name, for his performance for Juve today. Dybala gets injured in the 12th minute. I mean... He seems to be injured every second week nowadays. And for that wage bill, he's got to stop getting injured. But it's hard to say that about a player. Um, he was taken off in the 12th for Kai George. With his first touch, he almost scores. Other than that, he is the player with the most lost possession in the whole on the whole field. He loses the possession the most. Doesn't make good passes. Doesn't make good plays. It's so bad that he has, he has to come off in the 76th minute. For Bentancur. Now, I was going to say more. However, not only did he almost score on his first touch, he played more game. He played more minutes tonight—55 minutes than he's played in all previous appearances. That's 44 minutes. So he'll get another chance. Hopefully, he can show what he's really made of. But that was a real, real lost opportunity. He could have showed up against Venezia. He did not. Um, Juve had the better chances. They were all open. They were all over them. Maratta got a great goal. Great, great goal. Uh, Pellegrini put in this low-driven cross, and uh, Maratta somehow managed to squeeze it in. Tight angle. Great goal. Uh, Juve picked up the pace. Quadrado almost scored, but he missed. He Should have scored. Um, second half was the difference between uh, the two teams, to be honest, because Venezia, even when they went down, looked like they were having fun on the pitch. Juve looked like they were panicking the whole time. Uh, Aramu fantastic outside the shot uh, box goal and Sergio Romero for Venezia X-Men United goalkeeper saved the day I mean really against Bernadette in the final minutes of the game so one one they they definitely deserve the draw I know Allegri is is so angry though so angry and uh Torino beat Bologna 2-1 I kind of knew that was going to happen. Torino picking up a little bit of pace, even though Palotti is still recovering from that injury. A couple draws. Last loss, again, I think was against uh, Roma. Sanabria got a great little goal. I think it was an on goal for the second. And then Bologna had a penalty, who, which uh, Orsolini converted. So not enough for Siniza Mihailovic's men to cross the line. And last but not least, Milan Udinese. Udinese were the better team, absolutely, throughout the 90 minutes. I mean, if it wasn't for Ibra, just literally doing the same thing he did against that other team, the little acrobatic, acrobatic half-volley to equalize it in the 92nd minute, we would have lost second. So Milan are coming off that UCL loss. There's no more European nights for them. They're disappointed. But now they have to focus on the Scudetto. If they don't win the Scudetto, that will be extremely Extremely disappointing. At the very least, the Coppa Italia is a must. And uh, that'll about do it for the Serie a. I, I like discussing the games. Great, great round of fixtures and a lot of upsets. So I think that Empoli game is going to really hurt Napoli in the long run because now, you know, of course Milan's going to cook them next week. So,
2: Did you talk about. A, well, which daddy? Milan is Enter playing? Wow. Yeah, did you talk uh, about Daddy
0: Enter? I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about them. Yeah, Hakan Chandler, oh, who scored a great goal? Set. Low, 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 Hakan Chandler, scored a great goal? Low, 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 player of the month? Low, low, low. Okay, that's good. 4-0, low, 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 there you go. Low, 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 low.
2: <laughs> Top of the league, low, low, low,
0: By one point, low, 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 By one point, low, 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 By one point, low, 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 One point.
3: Anyway. Low. Thanks for low. that, Lol. Sir Liam.
0: You're welcome, Sir Abdul. Now, please, Father, go ahead.
3: I'm going to start off with saying that Real Madrid is the team of all time. All right? Oh, my God. Father than that, baby, can we, can we listen. We
0: go again? I wish Jomberto was well, here. I'll
3: start off with the derby because that's actually the most important game that went through this weekend. All right? It was Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid. Great game. Very, 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 very good game from my guy, Vinny, of course, to assist Benzema, volley goal across from Vinny from the right. Boom. And then, who scored the second? As the one and only, Sincio. Marco Asensio. That man is on fire. So, this guy, Vinny, obviously, gives him a ball. Um, who leaves that? It wasn't Benzema. It was Benzema, Jovic, I think. He just leaves the ball for Asensio. Asensio just comes out of nowhere, hits it with his left, places it left bottom corner. All Black has been getting smoked left and right this season, somehow. Um, he's been arguably the best goalkeeper in Spain, but I don't know what's been going on. Um, maybe it's uh, a physical defense. They can't. Do
2: you see that back line? Did you see that back line, Abdul? You have that Her- back line is horrendous, yeah, but like. You have Hermoso, who's been a like center at back, back, no? back. Condobio, who's a center mid at, right, at center back. Felipe, who's old and slow. And then you have Lorente. They're like. Player who can play anywhere. Laurentino's well, right been
3: playing right back actually, but he's been playing everywhere. He's played striker. He's played. Yeah, that's what I'm played saying. He's playing everywhere. He's been everywhere.
2: I'm surprised because they literally have Renan Lodi, and they have Trippier on the bench, but they don't play him. Right. That doesn't make right, sense. Yeah, they're not, not. They're
3: not playing well. Why
2: not play? They're not playing well, especially for Trippier.
3: Trippier, they're trying to send him out. They're trying to send that man out. Trippier they actually regret play. buying him.
2: Trippier wanted to come back to um, England last uh, during the sh- summer window, but nobody wanted Right,
3: him. right. Yeah, no one wants his time, Woody. Really.
2: That's what I'm saying. Other than
3: that, man, I mean, Sevilla, I mean, we're up right now by six, seven, eight, eight points from the second, right? Sevilla, we're at 42. Sevilla's at 34. Yeah. We have Betis at 33. Mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid at 29. We have Ciudad at 29. The overleague, Feliciano's at 27, and then Valencia at 25 and Barcelona. Barcelona is at 24 points at eighth position. Do you know how down, how bad you have to be to be at eighth? You have to be super duper bad. You have to be Barcelona bad. I'm so glad those bombs are suffering right now. With Chubby, they haven't done a thing.
2: I mean, Xavi doesn't have his team though. That's the issue. That's what I said before. Like they have for for Barcelona, you have to. Um, I mean, they, it they it, it have takes to time. It will take time. It's honestly, the same, it's the same thing when Arteta came in January with Arsenal. We were shit. He didn't have his squad, you know. But he joins in. He he get he gets a couple transfer windows, and they start to do a lot better. You know, so you have to give Chavi time to actually have like his his ideas and and his formations and all that kind of stuff go into play because right now he's just left with whatever Komen left him.
3: So. Right, 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 and he left him a
2: big pile of shit. Exactly. So, so that's the issue. So they I, with like I said before when we were talking about yeah. if Chavi would be a good signing. I think it's just you, – you literally have to be patient with it. You have to take time. So, I think that's that's the big key for Barcelona fans to, to wait and to – Oh, forget about to them. Like, to, like, realize it's just – it's going to be a bad season, honestly, yes, but you just got to be patient. Honestly, I wouldn't
3: even be surprised if they don't get Europa League next season. They just gotta I would not even be surprised. They're down, down, down bad,
2: bro. They're only five points off of fifth, so I think they're, they'll be fine for – Europa League. Yeah,
3: but they've been tying random teams, losing to random teams. I mean, if that keeps happening, then this clip is over.
2: No, yeah, but they again they you just gotta take time with these guys with, with these guys because it's gonna be a lot of like like Chavi said before in his press conference against the tie after the tie is a lot of players there he doesn't see having the ideals of playing for Barcelona. So I think that they just have to take their time and you just have to give you just have to give Chavi time to bring in players that he wants to start to create his own like project and to actually go for it, you know. He just has to he just has to be patient. They're gonna make signs in January, they said, so it should be good, hopefully. They're looking at I know Alan's happy, they're looking at Cavani. I know I'm happy. They're looking at Obamiang. Fucking abysmal piece of shit. Um They're looking at sending Frankie away. Um Dembele away. Yeah, aren't they? Dembele. Who else? Uh there was one other one. I forget who it was, but he said like three of those. I think it was Dust. It was Dust. Dust as well. He hates him. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah, he hates his guts. But yeah, I mean one of the, um, on Saturday, there was one of the best games I've watched in a while. It was the uh, Espanyol and Levante. It was a seven game. It was a seven goal game, and it just kept on going. Honestly, it was just goal after goal after goal. It was fun to watch like that. I I haven't watched a game that was full of excitement. And then Valencia is down bad as well.
2: Valencia's been in the shitter though. That's that's the thing with Valencia. They've they've been in the shitter with um. After their uh, I think it was not their coach, but their um. What's it called? Their um. Their owner sent like everybody away because they had such financial troubles that's why everyone went to like Villarreal like Parejo and yeah they're and, struggling and, big and time right, are, right. Like, they're struggling big times with financial problems so it makes sense that they're not doing that great right now especially in the next like couple of years at least the next two years I'd say otherwise yeah Beta's had a good game they're, they're popping up
3: how did they play they any were- insights
2: they, they won 4-0 against Real Sociedad.
3: Oh, that's a big game.
2: That's what I'm saying. Real
3: Sociedad was supposed to keep fighting for the top spot, but they've been going downhill as well, actually.
2: Yeah, Sociedad has been going down, and Betis has been going up. <laughs> yeah. Betis Sevilla. is point off of Sevilla right now.
3: Yeah, Betis, I'm glad. They won in the Champions League last week, I believe, or the week before. We had that one upgrade on your
2: boy, Akir. Europa League Arguably my favorite player <laughs> Yeah They They went through too So Good good for them To be able to go through And then
3: Asasuna man Asasuna They tied Barcelona In the 86th Minute 86th minute And they're down at Well they were At 12 But then they got uh, One point With Barcelona another at 10 One behind Barcelona <laughs> Um Uh I Real Madrid in the weekend on Sunday it was two 0 We played a really really good game, man. I mean, I'm so I'm. They're talking about sending Rodrigo to the Prem or something, or they're looking at him, looking to buy him. They can't do that to us. Perez can't make that mistake and let another youngin go just because they haven't been performing the highest level yet. You know, I feel like this is what Madrid does. We did that to guard We did that to. Theo, we did that to Hakimi. Like, just be patient. You're giving out talent. Yeah, you're selling them for a lot, but it's not cost you. Now look, uh, look at Theo, being great at Milan. Odegaard, doing great as well. I've been keeping an eye on it. He's been doing really, really well. Um, Hakimi, arguably the best right back in the world right now. What, mm-hmm. who else did we send out? Um, Lorente. I feel like if we kept him. He would have been okay. Um
2: Yeah, Lorente's been eaten for Atletico.
3: Yeah, he's been doing well. Is there anyone else I'm missing who's young that we sent out?
2: Um I mean uh, I don't know if he's nice like that right now, but Kubo, but I mean he's just on loan, so you all still got right.
3: Yeah, I mean why well, if we end up selling him I'd be upset. I mean, we we have Rodrigo on his position, he's a right mid, a right wing. Yeah. I feel like if Rodrigo get sent out. I mean, the only way I could see Rodrigo being sent out is if he goes to PSG. Maybe they could... It, it, only if Mbappe renews his contract, you know? Yeah. And they were like, oh, give us a player in like 100 mil. And I'll be upset there.
2: Yeah, otherwise you haven't really sent oh. anybody out like that. So, Other than like Kubo on loan, but otherwise that's pretty much it. Like, yeah, Aldegaard, and then... I mean he's not young but Varon. but then again he wanted to dip out anyway so you guys sent out uh Ortizola the the goat himself he's actually kind of young still he's 25 um this guy named Victor Chust he's 21 center back for Cadiz on loan. You guys
3: sent yeah, we out- sent him on loan as well. Yeah. The guy with the with curly ish hair, or like yeah. the wavy hair up to his neck or something. Yeah. yeah um, just- uh, I mean, I think we'll be all right. I just don't want to keep making those mistakes. I think we're got potential. I don't want him sent out at all. Uh, but other than that, I think it's safe to say that Madrid is taking the league this season. And, um, Champions League wise, we'll talk about that later.
2: Yes, sir. All right. Since John is sadly not joining us, I'll just run through the good old Lagoon real quick. Um, on Friday, non speed lens 3 2. Um, uh, Moses, uh, Simone, Simon, scored in the 90th minute to win it 3-2 against Lenz, who's currently in sixth place. They're falling from grace after being in second for a while. Um, Montpellier won against Brest 4-0. Uh, Rems beat Etienne 2-0. Etienne continues falling and falling and falling. Um, the, um, the big game of the week, Lille against Lyon. Two big teams trying to find um, form they both tied 0-0 so it really shows that they're just they just don't want to beat each other. They just want to uh, <laughs> they just want to hang out and stay stay trash. Um, Clermont Foot finally won their game, won a game. They beat Ungare um, 1-0. Mohamed Bio scored a pen in the 84th minute. Metz beat Lorient 4 uh, 1. Nice beat Rennes 2-1. Big game for them. Um, Nice continues doing very well. Casper Dolberg from Ajax, back in uh, the good old days, 2016, um, scored a pen. And then Atal scored a goal as well with a Dolberg assisting, so we'll see him as a team of the week. Um, Bordeaux winning a game, finally, another one. Um, They beat Troyes 2-1. Marseille got a big, good game against uh, Big W against Strasbourg and against... um, they won 2-1. Amadou Bamba-Diang with the man of the match. He got a goal and the assist. Or not, not, not the assist, but he got a goal. Um, and then PSG played Monaco. Um, PSG won 2-0. Mbappe with a brace. Messi with an assist. Um, they're sitting pretty right now, top of the table. 45 points in first. Marseille is bumped into second place currently with 32 points. And they have a game in hand. Um, Ren's in third right now with 31. Nice is in fourth with 30. Montpellier is in fifth with 28. Lens is in seventh. Is in sixth. Sorry, with 27. Strasbourg's in seventh with 26. Monaco is in 26 after that loss, and eight, with a eight, in, in eighth place. Angers is in ninth with 25. Then you got Lille is in 11th with 25, and Lyon is in 13th with 23. Um. You have, um, in the bottom, you still have Etienne with 12 points now, though. So they're only four points off of being safe. Um, Lorient has 15 points in 19th. And then in 18th is Metz with 15 as well. They're in the relegation qualification, so they do the thing that's in Germany as well. Um, currently, Jonathan David still sits top of the t- stop, top of the uh, goal scorer with 11. Then you have Laborde with 9 bio with 9, Mbappe with 9, Ajori with 9, and Benyera with 9. So a lot of people with 9. <laughs> and then with assist, you have Mbappe with 8, Payet with 7, Klaus with 7, and Simone with 6. Um, and then you have clean sheets. You have Alfred Gomis with 8, Paul Lopez with 8, um, Rashkovich with 6, Benitez with 6, Ullman with 5. Lopez has 8 clean sheets in 13 matches, so He's really popping off, um, having a good year with them. Um, good to see. Otherwise, I mean, PSG is just running away with it, as usual. Nope. No surprise there. Um, even with most of their big team, like their big-name players are out. Ramos, I know, is out. Um, Kempe is also out as well. Um, so they got a couple injuries here and there, but they're still running away with the league. No surprise. Um, and that pretty much wraps up.
0: El Liguno. Nice, nice. Before we start our next session, oh god, I would really quickly no. like to introduce no our famous guest <laughs> James. Please, James, say hello. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We hear you, James. How you doing? What's up, guys? Hi. This is our famous uh, Chelsea fan that we reference every now and again.
2: Every He's episode. definitely
0: feeling good right now.
2: Every episode.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get to Chelsea soon, James. we got a lot to talk about regarding Chelsea, Champions League, League, and all that. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But uh, otherwise, feel free to interject whenever you'd like.
1: Yes.
0: We would love a, a third-party opinion. That'd be fantastic.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm here. I didn't know when to chime in, so I didn't want to no, Feel free whenever, whenever. Feel free yeah. whenever,
0: James. Whenever, now that I've whenever, introduced if, you, you're
2: officially you know. here. Questions, whatever, like just rant, like random questions and stuff like that. Just hit us.
1: What have you guys talked about so far? Uh,
2: we went through Syria. We went through La Liga. I just did Lagoon. I'm probably gonna do Bundesliga quick, and then we'll get into um, Prem and then Champions League and whatever else we can think of after that. I guess we could talk about, yeah. That's Champions good to League. me. Champions League is just going to take up most of it with what happened uh, today and the uh, blunders of them. But we'll get into that afterwards. That's for sure. Um, okay. So, Bundesliga. Bayern Munich won 2-1 against Mainz. Um, they came back from behind. Um, good game for them. They're continuously... Um, they're continuously pushing their lead again uh, away against Dortmund. Good for them, I guess. Uh, one thousandth trophy for them in the league. Osberg beat Köln 2-0 on Friday. Uh, Dortmund beat uh, Dortmund beat Dortmund tied Bochum one one. Um, I don't know how that happened, but they actually got saved in the eighty fifth minute with Brandt tying the game. Um, Hoffenheim uh, beat Freiburg with Richard scoring in the ninety fourth minute for Hoffenheim. Um, Hertha BSC beat Armenia Belfield 2 0. Jovisic again with another goal. Good for him. Man of the match as well. Leipzig absolutely thwarted Montenglapak 4 uh, 1. Garvidal scored the 21st. Then you had uh, Andre Silva in the 33rd. Both assisted by Angelino. And then in the 91st minute, Inkunku scored. And in the 94th minute, Hendrix scored. So they decided to score too early, too late. Uh, Monteglapak scored in the 88th minute as well. Um, Sort of a consolation goal after those two late goals. Um, Stuttgart beat Wolfsburg 2-0. Big game for them. Big W for them. Um, Wolfsburg, no answer. Um, Mavropanos, the Arsenal, ex-Arsenal player, I think. I don't think we have him on loan anymore. Um, Scored for them and was man of the match. Um, On Sunday, Frankfurt absolutely battered Leverkusen. 5-2. 5-2. chic with a brace. Um, and then five different goal scores for Frankfurt. Good for Frankfurt because they needed a good win. I feel like they either batter people or they just lose. Um, they really can't figure it out. Um, and then the biggest game for me... Guther Fruth has finally won a fucking game. Holy shit. It's taken long enough. Uh, they beat Union Berlin 1-0. They finally got their first win. Three points. It's never looked more beautiful... In my life, they now have four points uh, after 15 games. Yay. Um, So for the table, you have Bayern Munich in first with 37. Dortmund's in second with 31. So they now have a six-point gap. Leverkusen's still in third with 27. Hoffenheim's pushing right behind them. They're in fourth with 26. Freiburg's in fifth with 25. Union Berlin's in sixth with 23, right behind them. Now we have three teams. We have in seventh Leipzig with 21, Mainz in eighth with 21, and Frankfurt in ninth with 21. And then you got Bochum, and then Wolfsburg's dropped to 11th after starting 4-0. They've gone 2-7. They've they've gone sorry. They've gone 2-2 two, two, and 7 since going 4-0. Um, really rough start. Really um, rough start. Really good start, really bad midseason so far. They got to figure stuff out. Monte sitting in 13th right now with 18 points. They have to figure things out as well with the team that they have. Um, Player stats the top scorer is Lewandowski with 16. Sheik is now in second with 14 after four goals last week, two goals this week. Holland's in third with 11. Iwanowi is in fourth with nine. Modest has eight. Then you got Nkunku. Hoffman and Burkhart all with seven. Um, with assists, you have Thomas Muller the Goat with 11, Florian Wirtz with eight, Kramerich with seven, Grifo with six, and Kostik with six, <laughs> and Nkuku with five as well. Yes, your God Wirtz. Um, yeah, Nkunku is having a great season. He has seven and five already. Um, and then for the clean sheets, you have Flecken from Freiburg with five. Zentner with from Mainz with five, Ryman from uh, Bochum with five, and then Baumann with Hoffenheim with five, and then Castiles with Wolfsburg with five. He had those five in like the first four weeks, five weeks, and then called it a day and kept getting sword on. You have a lot of people with four. You have Neuer, Hedrecki, Luth, and Gigawitz. Um, since uh, Allen loves doing this, I can do this. I'll do it as well for the defenders, since we have two minutes. Um, Boyata from Hertha has 6.3 clearances per match. Marvapanos has 6. Reese Oxford, the center back, Liam, I know you know him, the objective card for the Boone. Has 5.6. Um, successful tackles per match, you have a Danilo Soares from Bochum with 2.7. Uh, Santiago Saber with 2.3. Hans Wolf with 1.7. Marvapanos is up there with a 79.2 tackle rate. He's actually having a really good season. He has four goals already in 14 in 13 matches. Wow, I did not know he was doing that great. Um, good for him. Yeah, he is on loan still, so he's having a great season this year um, on loan. He has a match rating of 7.7. 7. Good to know. Good to have him back, maybe. If it would be nice to see. Um, otherwise, I mean, that pretty much wraps up the good old Bundesliga and <clears throat> what they're all about. Um, do we know? I was actually trying to figure this out. When is the uh, Europa League draw? Was Did it already happen, or...? Or is, it ha- or is it happening like tomorrow or something? I never know how they do it. I think it did happen today, right? That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it happened today. It did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rangers is playing Dortmund. Yeah, that's actually gonna be fun for for Liam. You you. It's
1: a winnable. Dortmund haven't been too good this year.
2: That's very true. They've been terrible. I
0: like
1: Barcelona-Napoli.
2: That is a pretty good, uh, <laughs> that's a good game.
1: That's going to be nice. Barcelona-Europa uh, League? That's so weird.
2: It's, it's strange to say, no? Porto Lazio is also a good game. I can't lie. All right, Alino Bambino. Take it away, my friend. Uh,
4: so, Brentford
2: won 2 one to kick off this weekend's events.
4: Uh, Brentford... Needing that win badly, they won it in the 96th minute on a pen, which sucks for Watford as they loom ever closer to the relegation zone. Brentford now a little bit comfortable, I guess. Although not really. I mean, they're, 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 they're nine points per the relegation zone. That's pretty good. Saturday, you had Man City beat Wolves 1-0 in an absolute snooze fifth. Except for Jimenez being sent off for a red card in the 47th minute. That was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and Raheem Sterling scored his 100th goal for Man City, even though he's still linked to leave. Although maybe not. Arsenal beat Southampton 3-0. Um, they beat him pretty handily. Um, Aubameyang was noticeably benched, but he can't hit the side of a barn right now in front of that anyway, so it makes sense.
3: Yeah, because- Chelsea beat
4: Leeds 3-2 a in a guy, game where, where Chelsea should thank their God that they have Jorginho on their team because... I don't know how that game was drawn or how they won it but good on them I guess um but their defense seems really uh swiss cheese lately I don't know what's going on there um, cuz Leeds Leeds sucks this year and they have a ton of injuries like if you look at the roster that Leeds is fielding right now like they were running Dan James up top as a striker mm-hmm. enough said right there um <laughs> Liverpool beat Aston Villa one 0 in Steven Gerrard's return to Anfield. Um, it was an excellent game of sorts, although it was a little boring. Salah winning it with a pen in the sixty seventh minute. Poor Aston Villa, man! You beat Norwich one 0 in another snooze fest. A lot of snooze fest this weekend, I guess. Uh, that game was trash. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo getting a pen in the seventy fifth. Oh, by the way, what on earth was that defender doing? I don't even know what he was thinking. Man put his hand around his neck and body and pulled him down like Ronaldo wasn't going to flop that. But, yeah, so they won. Uh, David De Gea played an excellent goalkeeping role, making five saves against a surprisingly tough Norwich City team. Uh, Pookie with a couple really nasty shots that De Gea somehow got his hands to.
2: They have the guard. uh Burnley West Ham. They have the God. What, what did you say,
4: they have oh. the god, Pookie. Yeah. I mean, listen, Pookie. Yo, I another funny stat I learned while watching the game. Norwich have scored eight goals this year, five of which are Pookie's. So, if anybody is ever dragging their team pretty much single-handedly, it is Timo Pookie. Um, Burnley-West Ham. And if you watch the game, like, everybody double man-marks him because they know nobody else can really score. Um, Burnley West Ham played out a nil nil draw in what was honestly the worst game of the weekend. There were between both teams in ninety minutes of play only four shots on target um, between the two teams. Leicester hammered Newcastle as they are just beating them back down into the relegation zone. They are now one seven and eight through sixteen games, even though they are owned by one of the wealthiest people, wealthiest conglomerates on the planet, and Crystal Palace hammered. Everton three one. I know the score was three one, but I mean Crystal Palace pretty much dominated the entire game. They had over sixty percent possession. It was it was a well a deserved win for uh Crystal Palace with Connor Gallagher, the Chelsea Loney, bagging a brace, including a banger in the ninety third minute to seal the game off um and send Everton closer to that gulag. Um and then beside that, uh the only other game. Oh, and by the way, Man, Man United and Brentford has been officially postponed, which is what we were aiming for anyway. Um, Brighton and Tottenham was postponed because of a COVID outbreak in Tottenham's ranks. Uh, apparently, like it was so bad that as they were about to go play their Conference League game, they like just decided, without the UEFA's consideration, that they were not going to play this. <laughs> so they technically could have forfeit, but I think that they they gave them like they they gave them a pass. And they'll replay and reschedule that match for later. Um, but yeah, also Man United had an outbreak yesterday, and the game for Tuesday has been tomorrow has been postponed until further notice. And yeah, that's about it for games. It was honestly a pretty boring week. Uh, so the standings are now: Man City first on thirty-eight points, um, Liverpool second on thirty-seven, Chelsea third on thirty-six, West Ham fourth on twenty-eight, Man United fifth on twenty-seven. Arsenal 6th on 26, Tottenham 7th on 25, even though Tottenham looks like trash every time I see them play, they are still somehow there. Leicester is an 8th on 22, again struggling badly this season. They got knocked out of the Europa League, happily packing them up and sending them home. And then Wolves and Brentford round out the top 10. Um, And then for Premier League leaders, I mean, it's obviously going to be Salah, who. Is probably the front runner for Player of the Year from the Prem for sure. Uh, he has 14 goals in 16 games, so yeah, there's that. Um, second is Jamie Vardy on nine. Third is Yota on eight. Fourth is like a is a five way tie with Ronaldo, Mane, Bernardo Silva, who's come out of nowhere this year, Rafinha, and Emmanuel Dennis. And then I mean another long, long list of players with five um assists we have Mohamed salah again on nine trent alexander arnold on seven with Pogba tied with him with seven two even though he hasn't played in like two months now and then gabriel jesus is fourth with six and kovacic and dennis are tied for fifth with five each um for clean sheets i'm pretty sure is still the man the myth the legend oh actually allison overtook again he's at nine now ederson is at eight and edward mendy is at seven who, a great goalkeeper, but I don't know about... You know, did you guys see the West Ham game? He he was looking like a Kepa Ariza Balaga out there in the West Ham game. He was good. I mean, I didn't see the goals against him against Leeds. James can probably field that one. Were either
2: one of them trash?
4: Or were they both just good goals?
2: Well, one was a pen... Oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't no. even see. I, uh, yeah. One, oh, okay. What uh, was a pen that Daniel... he didn't give up the pen? Did he? No. Uh, no. No. Because no. uh, he gave up. Alon- no. Alonzo. Yeah. He Alonzo gave up, Alonzo gave up oh, the pen okay. against. Uh, it was Reese. J- it was Reese James. No. It was it wasn't Reese James. It was Daniel. Danny boy. Oh. What about uh, the Gale Hart goal? I
4: didn't see that. Was it a good goal? It was a good goal. It was. Okay. to like, knock him. Mistake. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think he he is yeah. he has really turned around the uh the back line of Chelsea, but against West Ham he was beyond terrible. Um looking like a David De Gea from two years ago kind of thing. Um yeah, we, we went over that. And then for tackles, which is my go to things. Oh, there's a last man tackle stand. I might need to go for that. Christian Norgard of Norwich City leads the league. No no surprise there on fifty three. Tyrick Mitchell with 45. Alan from Everton with 44. Matty Cash of Aston Villa for 43, which is impressive because they're wingbacks. Dwight McNeil with 43-2. And Connor Gallagher, along with Wolford and Didi, is tied with 42 each for eighth. And then last man tackles. I want to see that. Connor Cody and Harry Maguire lead the league with two each. Go figure. That's... I don't want that anymore. I'm not doing that one again. But yes, that concludes the Prem for this week. And then we have midweek games and weekend games this weekend. With Man U playing... Well, the Brentford game is postponed, but the Saturday game against Brighton hopefully goes through. Um, With any luck for Brighton, it'll definitely be a draw as they now lead the entire league in draws tied with Burnley for first. They're
2: They're just that good.
4: Yeah, they don't lose... Like I just look their last five results, they have four draws on a loss. And they already have four wins this season. I think
2: they must have won like their first four games. They did. Or like close to that. They did. They were like top of the t- they were like top they were like top two. I remember they were top four for a minute. Yeah. They were definitely
4: drew a couple, but they, they were they were ahead of they were right next to Man U for a while and Man U like started the season well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that concludes the prem. Not as exciting as as uh, Liam's Serie A fixtures of the week. A little bit of a snooze fest actually with like three of the top five teams winning one nil.
2: It's it's funny. Um, there was <laughs> there was a thing that said that um all
0: three, not Syria.
2: <laughs> all three team all three like big teams fighting for the prem right now are all one in pens. They were like interesting. <laughs> How they all just randomly won and won the game in a penalty. People are like. Yeah, oh, Man,
4: you so... also did, but they're not running for no titles. Uh, <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah. They are, I think we're, what are we, 11 points back? Which honestly, I'm surprised we're that close. Okay,
2: yeah, right. Yeah, we're 11
4: back. I am shocked that we're that close, actually, honestly.
2: Also, Tottenham. But... I mean, we have so many crap fixtures coming up. Tottenham's been playing a lot of bad teams. They're finally about to get hard teams they play lester and then top uh they play lester and then they play liverpool so and then they play yeah west ham yo our Carabelle next few Cup games are spicy Palace. hopefully they get smoked. we
4: play we play brentford brighton newcastle burnley wolves villa west ham burnley southampton leeds watford oh my god yo! know if we don't rip off like 10 in a row i swear to god
2: these, but yes these are the games that you guys are going to lose though that's the issue <laughs> no no i mean we won the norwich game and it looked it looked like a loss waiting to happen that's what i'm saying though so you're playing a bunch of bottom table teams you know no, this is
4: the perfect time to play bums though because we're playing like bombs so it's usually when we're playing well that we drop the bums. like last year we were good all year we just lost the bums. like we hammered city twice but we just we played like bums against the bums. Like we made the bums look like us against the good teams. So maybe it's reverse psychology. We're trash <laughs> against the good teams this year. Because like we could beat Tottenham three nil, but I can't we wait to play for like a, a Tottenham p- Liverpool. Why? You wanna see Tottenham win- lose nine nil or something?
0: Correct lit- <laughs> <laughs> why do you have so why do you have that is exactly. Tottenham? I have none. I just love goals. You know, goal fests.
4: <laughs> nah, it's going to be a goal. You know, Liverpool is just going to sit back after they score, too. Tottenham no, no,
0: Salah trash. is going to be like mm, nah, stat Tottenham,
2: patching. Tottenham, Tottenham also, uh, a lot of their players won't be back because of COVID.
4: Nah, Tottenham is trash this year. Like, they are
2: garbage, garbage. So they have. I don't understand how them, they're this close. Of the players with COVID, they have Ben Davies. They have. Emerson, Romero still injured, Regulon is injured, um, you have oh, Oliver uh, Skip they're... with COVID, you have Brian Gill with COVID, then you have Son, Mora, and some kid named Dane Scarlett. Um, but Son and Mora are big L's with Daddy Kane not scoring nothing. I mean, this is the time he's going to score, right? Like, when we're all dumping on him? Nah, he's playing against Leicester, and then he's playing against Liverpool. They're not scoring shit. They're not scoring. Yeah, he's...
4: I don't know, man. I hope we buy somebody in January, because we just... We suck. (laughs)
2: Like,
4: we are playing, like, doo-doo. Like, we haven't lost in the last few games, but just... Oh, such an ugly style of, of soccer. Yeah, I feel you. It's just, oof. Not pretty. The top, the Arsenal game was at least fun. But, like, the last two 1-0 results, oh, my God.
2: Yeah, trash. Um, On to the Champions oh, the- League, after Alan has his one last point.
4: Yeah, James. I saw an article and I figured I'd ask you what happened to Chelsea's defense like the last like five games I know you guys lost all your strikers to like injury but why has that changed your back line?
1: Yeah, it's been really weird there's no real injuries or anything Uh, I mean Ben Chilwell Chilwell was a big part, you
4: know but Alonso plays a lot even when he's healthy, no?
1: Yeah, for sure but Chilwell was definitely taking like the starting position from
3: him, you know. Oh yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. How long is he out for? Uh, Chilwell
1: like, it was, like six uh, weeks,
4: Alan, uh, right? Like late, fe- late at least it's a partial tear late that they're February. trying to not have surgery on. Yeah, it's okay. but they don't know if it doesn't heal right, then he has to go right back. Example in another sport is uh, Zion Williamson was supposed to enter the contact drills five on five yesterday. Uh, but he had a flare-up of an injury with a fracture in his foot, and they had to shut him down again. And they don't even know when they're going to try to bring him back on the court. Yeah. yeah, so like it's one of those injuries where, like, if it goes badly, yeah, he could re-exacerbate it and be out for another month or two. Yeah,
2: they also don't have yeah. surgery. They also don't have Conte in either. He's coming back. Yeah, right th- th- your
4: midfielders are, are the weakness right now. Kovacic and Conte are both out. And Jorginho, they didn't they I didn't know this, but he's actually injured too, but he's playing through it. He has a yeah. hip problem that he picked up in the Euros that uh Tuchel said he's playing through a lot of pain right now. Which good on him. I mean, he gets he gets dumped on a lot, but he is he is he's a good player.
2: Good on him, but that means that that injury time when he gets really hurt is going to be a long time.
4: Well, they don't have a choice, though, because, like, the only other guy that they have is Loftus-Cheek, and no offense to him, but, like, he is not no Conte, he is not no Kovacic, and he's not in Jorginho yet either. Like, I I can't think of another midfielder they have. They Can have, you guys?
2: They literally have Saul, but they don't play him. No, 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 no. Did
4: you see the game
2: Saul played? Yeah, <laughs> I know. True. why Saul You, I have, I you literally have Saul, and you're like, nah, dub. I'd rather.
1: Yo, Jay- Saul and Barclay, two memes
4: right yep. there. Yo, tell
2: tell tell the tell the podcast what what they're trying to do with Soul
4: right now, James? What are they trying to transition him to? What are they
1: uh, like a wing back, but that is not Yeah, they're trying to make out.
4: him a wing back. <laughs> I was reading about that. They're trying to turn him into a, I think a right wing back or a left I think maybe a left wing back actually.
1: Yeah, left. He's left-footed, so Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> they they should send his ass back
4: to Atletico. He, I just don't think. I think it's a combination with him, and this is actually the last thing I The last thing three time now. Um, he is he's a combination of. It's going to take him a while to get used to Prem, and his style does not fit the Prem. Like he needs the ball at his feet for a long period of time to do something, and that's just not that's not so old style to to like pass it quickly. Yo, that half that he played, though, oh, my God.
1: Abysmal. (laughs) Do you remember who that was against? That's tragic. I don't. No, I think it was Brentford. It it was like the beginning of the season, though. That was just tragic. ripped
4: off the field at half. Yeah. I mean, the fact that I I just remember him, like, completely giving up goal-scoring opportunity after goal-scoring opportunity. He kept coughing the ball up.
1: But yes. Yeah, he's only on Over a one-year alone, you know? So
0: it's like, imagine yeah, that yeah. much time to adjust to the Prem. Imagine transferring to the Prem and them telling you, we're going to need you to play a whole different position.
4: <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> did that to himself, crazy. so he can't play center mid there right now. Damn, but
3: He's ripped. been
4: terrible.
2: Yeah, that's, that's right. All right, on to the good old Champions League where they made a mockery of themselves today so what happened they had the draw all set up they started drawing name after name after name after name they then messed up with Manchester United they decided oh let's not put him in the pot with Atletico Madrid but let's put him in the pot with Villarreal the same when they played each other in the same group, when they should be excluded from playing each other. Didn't we draw them too? Or did we draw PSG? You ended up drawing PSG. After they realized that you were in Villarreal, they were like, wait a second, that's wrong. And then they drew and you guys drew uh, PSG. So they were like, hold up, wait a minute, this is wrong. So they decided to redraw the whole thing. Um, So they redrew the whole thing. Um, Chelsea got... Very lucky with getting the exact same team again. They play Lille. Um, (coughs) Salzburg play Bayern. So, Bayern. Um, Manchester City play Sporting. So, we already know how that's going to happen. Um, Ajax play Benfica. That's honestly like one of the better matchups here, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that's, um, because that's one it's of like, the more exciting ones. could go yeah, either way. It could go either way. They're two smaller clubs against all these bigger clubs. So it's actually a fun little matchup that they're going to have. Um, I'm excited to see that play, like watch that one instead because Ajax have been playing really well. Um, you then have Atletico Madrid play Manchester United. So that. They were trying to save Manchester United at first, but then everyone caught wind, and they actually have to play him now. So, they have to play each other. to me, fun. Ronaldo back at a, playing against the Spanish team. Again. Um, you have Villarreal against Juventus. That honestly could go either way with how terrible Juventus are. You have... Villarreal are going to win? What do you mean? You have Liverpool against Inter Milan.
0: Liverpool are... <laughs> Oof. Good luck, Inter.
2: That's gonna be a beautiful game. Beautiful game. Like Liam said against that first game against Liverpool, they were robbed, so I'm expecting Inter to get robbed as well. Because Liverpool just pay off all the refs. And then the banger I mean, it's of bangers possible. of bangers. PSG against Real Trash. Madrid. Um banger you have Ramos coming back you have Navas coming back you have Messi playing them again you have Di Maria coming back you have Mbappe who was supposed to be bought during the summer coming to Real Madrid it's gonna be one hell of a game last year Mbappe showed what he could do to Spanish teams by kicking out Barcelona so I'm hoping we see the same type of tenacity and energy against Real Madrid to really cook them I hope Ramos cooks him. Ramos came out spicy today. He came out spicy after that draw. He, um, let me try to find it. He said, um, I'm going to die for PSG against Real Madrid. He don't know no Real Madrid no more. PSG is his club. He's ready. I'm hype. Um, Abdul sent a funny little meme saying, Casemiro, when he fouls Messi during a Champions League game, and see Sergio Ramos coming up to fight him. That's going to be one hell of a interesting battle if Tempest flare and stuff like that happens. Um, what do you guys think? Like, What's going to be the most interesting game? Um, who's going to go through the easiest besides Bayern and Man City? Um, stuff like that. Alright, don't talk all at once, Scott. So many people talking.
0: All that oh my god, I was muted. I, I said, <laughs> I said, list out the games, and then we'll all we'll all say it. All as right, soon so as you say which Sa- one, yeah,
2: Salzburg Bayern,
0: Bayern, obviously, and it's probably going to be it's gonna be like 10-0. on an aggregate. Correct. Yeah. Yep. I was I was debating nine, but yeah,
2: yeah, probably ten. Um, Manchester City against Sporting. Sporting obviously. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah. Y- yeah. Obviously. Man City is going to smoke them. Um, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea against Lille. We all know Leo's going to win, so we can just move on to the next one. I know James. Right,
3: James?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Chelsea got really lucky. They drew them like twice. Yeah,
2: they drew them in both, in both draws. They yeah. Drew, they drew them twice. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. Yeah,
2: there was a, we we got really
1: lucky with
2: that. OD. There was a funny meme that had um, <clears throat> the owner Abramov um, on the phone saying, "You can release all the hostages now," after drawing them again. <laughs> Who is, is that? A, the Leal owner? No, Chelsea. Chelsea's owner. Oh, Chelsea. Abramovich. Yeah, Abramovich. Okay. Abramovich. Sorry, yeah. They yeah, had yeah. Abramovich on the, him on the phone, being like, "You can release all the the hostages now." What's that um, supposed to mean? Like, because they drew him <laughs> twice. They, they, drew, they, drew, they drew an easy team twice, so they were like, you can release all the hostages. Right. Thank you for getting us the straw again. Some yeah. Tough team. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, right. Benfica against Ajax. <sighs> Ajax. That's a good one. I, yeah, I agree. I it's think it's, like, yeah, it's going to be so good. I think it's going to be Ajax, too. Ajax is really good, though. Yeah, Ajax has been nasty. Holler has been filthy this Champions League. Um, Atletico Madrid yeah, against Manchester of the Uniteds. This honestly could go either way because they're both not in the best spot right now. Atletico is playing worse, even though
4: we're playing like trash. <laughs> Fair
2: enough. Atletico could get Saul back though, that's the thing. In the in January. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, we want them to get Saul back.
2: <laughs> they can have him. Please
4: bring Saul back.
1: Nice. Saul, yeah, it's actually winnable for United though.
2: No, it definitely is.
1: Because Atletico have all these great players, but they don't. They just they don't know what like their best eleven is really.
2: Yeah, Simeone's having a tough time figuring out what formation to use, what what tactics to use. I think he's just he's having a tough time for sure, um, figuring out that team. And they have really good like squad. They have an incredible squad. They just they they just haven't figured out what the best eleven is yet, and I, it's going to take them time. Clearly, they're still struggling like this. Um, next we have yeah. Villarreal against Juventus. Villarreal. I honestly don't know. I might go with Villarreal too, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Juventus kind of fucked. Yeah, they've they've been terrible. I'm 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 honestly gonna go with with Juventus here. I mean, sorry, Villarreal. Sorry, my fault. <laughs> my fault. Oh man, they almost wait. got me. They almost got me. Wait. wait. <laughs> Wait a second. Emery <laughs> still the coach? Yes, sir. That's why I'm going yeah. with Villarreal. Just because Emery. Um, I already know what Liam's going to say, but Inter against Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. You said Inter. I agree. <laughs> I'm
1: glad you agree. I'm glad you agree.
2: Yes, Inter. Yes. I actually don't know. It's gonna be a good game. I probably Liverpool's probably gonna smoke them. Um, yeah, I know. because Liverpool is just playing out of this world currently. But I mean, Salah is honestly. But I yeah, definitely gonna be Liverpool. I think. And then the last but not least, the PSG against the Madrid of Real. Great game. It really is. Games. I'm glad Abdul's not here, so I don't have to hear him with his bullshit. I personally bro, think Bro PSG's is gonna smoke them. I personally think PSG's nah.
0: gonna if I'm being honest. I think I think unfortunately I'm gonna have to go for Abdul here. I think Real Madrid <laughs> Oh my god, I hate to be the Abdul. Oh god. I think Real Madrid's gonna beat them, bro. I don't think I think PSG bakes them, bro. I think
4: man I think I think Messi goes for a hat trick in the first half. <laughs> I don't know about Messi and Real Madrid. All he does is score on them. I don't know about
2: Hat trick, but I definitely think. Speaking of, Messi's about to take a pen on me right now. Watch him score this. I definitely think that Messi is starting to find his groove with Mbappe, for sure.
4: Oh, he missed the pen. Never mind. He's trash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to lose. That's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to get a, <laughs> a pen against Madrid. We're going to see the zoomin. He's going to be squinting his eyes, looking. Do that little run up. And it's going to be Navas and goal. Oh, my God. It's going to be crazy. Wait, uh, what?
2: Wait, uh, Lag? What? Lag.
0: It was lag. It's going to be. Uh,
2: no, I think. I, I personally. That was for PSG. I, I personally think they're going to win, bro. And, and Abdul would never listen to reason because Abdul is just a Real Madrid lover. Yeah, think,
0: of course. I wish I had the the Abdul uh, facts right now, but I don't. Right. I just have a feeling Madrid is going to win.
2: I personally think that. I personally think PSG is going to win, but. That's just me. I, I feel see, like, we'll see. We'll see. That's what I'm saying. We'll see. All right. Interesting thing that I looked at that I thought was pretty cool, actually. Um, Europa League. They're not doing it the normal way anymore with the round of 32 and then the round of 16. They've switched it up now that the Euro for Confer- Europa Conference League's in the mix. So what they're doing hmm. is they're doing the team that finished second. Against the teams that came down from the Champions League, and they're playing in a playoff. So you got Barcelona Napoli, Dortmund Rangers, Sheriff against Braga, Zenit against Betis, Atalanta against Olympiacos, Porto against Lazio, Leipzig against Real Sociedad, and Sevilla against Dynamo Zagreb. So you got all the play- all the teams who finish in second against all the teams who finished in third in the Champions League. They're all going to play each other, and then from that. From those two legs, then they go into whoever wins those legs against the first place teams, which I find kind of find interesting. And I think the teams who finish, who bow out here, move into the Europa Conference League. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that one. But I think that's what happens. That's going to be interesting.
0: Wow. That's really different.
2: Right? Like they switch it all up because of the Europa Conference League. So I I wonder how that's going to... I, I, I like it better because it's bigger teams playing bigger teams. So they're going to be able to knock each other out and they're actually going to be pl- able to play like real competition instead of like they had Arsenal against like uh, like Rapid Venn in the round of 32. So instead it will be like Arsenal. It will be like, it's a big fact, fair enough. be like Napoli against whoever places first, like Leverkusen, you know. So it will be good teams off off for it. Um. They're doing that as well, I think, with the Europa Conference League, I think. I'm not too sure if I'm being honest. Yet they are they, because Leicester's down here. So they have Leicester against Randers FC. You're going to have Tottenham or Vitesse in here as well against Rapid ben. Um I was trying to figure out when they play. Uh, I have no idea when Tottenham are supposed to play their game against Vitesse. Um, really hope Vitesse wins. So hopefully that comes to fruition they take the w i know they play that they play wren actually sorry they play wren um i really hope tottenham uh lose to wren um i'm trying i'm looking right now to see when that game's supposed to happen um they haven't scheduled yet sad i hope it's soon So we can figure – so that game can unfold and everything like that. Um, But other than that, I mean, pretty much wraps it up. Oh, shoot. Holy crap. Who does? We almost forgot. I can't believe it. The most important league, the MLS. Oh, my God. God. Almost lost it there. NYC. NYCFC beat Portland Timbers.
0: Okay. Real quick, before we move to that, though, before we move to that, The winner of Tottenham, Vitesse, who do they play?
2: Okay, so Tottenham, sorry. So Tottenham play Wren. Whoever, if Wren wins, Vitesse is in second place. Tottenham is out of the competition. If Tottenham win, Tottenham move into second, and they play Rapid Venn. So it's between who finishes second between Tottenham and Vitesse. So whoever wins, if Tottenham loses, they don't go through. I think if they tie, they don't go through. I have to actually look at that right now. Quick, 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 quick. Um, Fixtures, table. Sorry. Um, If Tottenham tie, they do not go through. So they need the win. They need to win against Wren. All Wren has to do is tie. Tie? (laughs) It's tie. If they tie, Vitesse goes through. Because Vitesse beat Mura. they're in a very good spot right now. So that's what happens. Um, On to the MLS. The MLS had their final. Portland could not win in penalties. Castellanos scored in the 41st minute. Mora scored in the 94th minute to keep them alive. Portland was dominating extra time. NYCMC held on, luckily. Went down to penalties. The big goalkeeper god... Mr. Sean Johnson saved two pens. The first two pens, actually. Um, Alfred Morales got his pen saved, but otherwise, NYCFC won a penalties 4-2. to two. They took care of business. They won their first MLS title ever. Second piece of hardware. Sad times for Red Bull fans, like me. Abdul, mainly. Um, he was pretty broken up about it. Uh, John. I know was was hurt too. Um, I know James was. He texted me saying, "Why?" And I just didn't know. Um, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up the MLS, the MLS season. Um, hopefully, the Rebels- That's the trophy for New York, though. Yeah.
4: We'll take anything we can get.
2: <laughs> I guess. I'll do a lot of they can
4: keep that piece of garbage.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, a little fun thing. In Liga MX in Mexico, they sort of have the same thing where they have all their team. They have like their their league, and then the twelve teams go into the knockouts and stuff like that, and they play each other through that. Um, So, um, a team named Atlas won Atlas baby. Atlas won their first trophy, their first league, technically in seventy years. So, they beat Lyon, 4-3 on penalties. Um, good for them. They won their first ever um, league in 70 years. Um, they beat Monterey to do it, and they beat Pumas to do it. Um, so, they be pretty good teams to get there. Um, good for them. They deserve it. They, they were second in the table well behind Club America. So, good for them. Congrats. Um That's Abdul's favorite Mexican team, by the way. It is, actually. Yeah, (laughs) Atlas. I I heard him say he is a big fan of Atlas and respects them. Yeah, he said, that's my Mexico, as he he celebrated. Yep.
0: He loves uh, the superstores over there.
2: (laughs) Yes, he does, Atlas. Yes, he does. He enjoys them a lot. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up the podcast, from what I can think of. I don't know any other stuff. Um, I'm trying to think, but yeah, I I don't have anything else. You guys have anything else?
1: Oh, we forgot, Mateo.
2: Oh God, what did we? Forget? My friend. Who? Who? Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> oh God, yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry, friend. Sorry, sir.
2: Um, talk about we'll the take port- care of that right league? now. Yes. Uh, sporting beat. They can keep the trash. Boavista two zero. Porto beat Braga 1-0. Benfica beat uh, Famalico 4 1. Um, All the the Champions
0: League teams won.
2: Yep, pretty much. Um, Porto and Sporting. none of them except Porto. (laughs) Porto and Sporting are both tied on points um, with 38. They're both 12 2 0. Um, Benfica is 11 1 2. They have 34 points. And then in fourth is Braga with 25. So it's really a two head race with Benfica sort of fighting in there. Um pretty much wraps it up. For that, I mean, it's not really anything else to talk about for that at least. Um nothing else I can think of. No transfer rumors, no nothing like that. Oh, Alan, I was going to say before when you said that Aubameyang was benched. He was benched because this idiot decided to fly to Barcelona to get a tattoo and was late to practice. So Arteta said Oh, Dom, I don't want that to believe. You're to believe. not in the I, team. I no wanted more. him to think. He was like, you're not in the team. You're not playing this weekend. So, over. Damn, hey, the captain. Yep. and so, I so was kind of hoping they'd take They're talking about um, tripping him with the captaincy, possibly. Um, and um, apparently, Aubameyang has greenlit um, himself for moving to Barcelona in January to be with Xavi. And can start that project with him um which i would love um otherwise i think that pretty much wraps up said podcastio Thomas it's been an honor my friend having you here indeed and tr- speaking, Thank your, you for speaking me, man. your facts hitting us with your of course next time maybe absolutely more times for sure yes we, please, we, we'll, please we'll be able to have everybody and 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 everything Liam, if you want to take us out of here, my friend.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. We hope you listened. We hope you learned. We hope you loved. Have a great night. Have a good night,
3: everybody.